0: Good morning and welcome to your Sunday edition of the Holy Commutes podcast. My name is Tom Gannon. We've had a couple holes in the podcast schedule this month. So if you're interested in doing a day, send me a message, send somebody a message, and we'll try to get you on here because there's open days for people and I assume someone's going to want to do it. Anyway, today I'm here with Jacob Davey, tournament director for the NWA tournament. How you doing?
1: Good, Tom. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to uh, an extension of the NWA tournament coming up.
0: Yeah, we'll get into that. First, I want to talk a little bit about the NWA tournament itself. Obviously, the main focus is going to be kind of the ESPN Plus thing, and now this ESPN2, ESPN, the Ocho, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. But just regular tournament-wise, how would you say this compared to the last time you hosted and whatever other thoughts you've got?
1: Yeah, I thought the tournament as a whole went... um pretty smooth pretty good um i felt like it was a step up from our rushed one from uh 2020 but it was good to get back to a full 16 team tournament um good to bring everyone back and compete and play and i think it the turf stuff worked out fine the fields were all symmetrical Uh, and then playing the finals on espn plus at wild things was good as well so Overall, I think it went pretty good. There was obviously things to improve upon, um, you know. um, Still getting all the stats in. Should have probably, stats and streaming are my two main focuses for the next time.
0: Yeah, and I thought playing on turf was awesome. I hope uh, we continue playing on turf. I think playing on turf is great.
1: And it helped with, uh, there was a couple moments where there was like 20, 30 minutes, maybe an hour of pretty heavy rain, and then right back to normal. So we didn't have to take any break.
0: I think during the finals, there was a huge downpour right before they started playing. Yeah. And by the time they were playing, like you know, it was also hot and getting hit by the sun. So it seemed like it was dry during the game, though.
1: Yeah. Same thing throughout uh, Sunday, like semifinals and stuff. Towards the end of that, there was rain coming down. Um, but, yeah, we worked through it. Everything went good.
0: All right. So do you have sort of a favorite moment or a least favorite moment from the tournament before we move into to the ESPN stuff?
1: Favorite moment has to be the the championship at the wild things. I mean, that was a pretty cool experience. Hopefully next time we can maybe get the whole tournament there. I'd um, love to have every team experience that. Um, uh, but that game was, that was a perfect game to make the debut on ESPN plus got the, had pitching strikeouts, had some hits, home
0: runs, came down to the final inning. Um, even had walks at the end. Yeah, walks. Even, even have walks at the end. The one thing we yeah. almost don't want to see. Still, even had yeah. that.
1: Yeah, but it was good overall. I think there was a lot of action. Uh, it was nice to get to appreciate Kyle letting us team up with them doing the MLW meet and greet, getting um, some youth kids out there. It was cool that they had a rep, MLW rep in the game with Grant Miller and uh, seeing the kids cheer him on and all that stuff. It was it was a pretty cool step for Wiff,
0: I think. Absolutely. And I know there was like something in the works with ESPN last year, I think it was. So can you sort of just talk about how that whole thing came to be?
1: Yeah, so we've been talking um, for a couple years now, actually, to ESPN about the Yocho events. Um, They used to do like pre-recorded stuff for the Yocho. So we were talking about to them about, you know, getting clips of an NWA tournament and putting it in as a, as a segment for the Ocho. And then they turned to this live event uh, stuff down in Rock Hill, South Carolina, uh, over the past year or two. And we were trying to figure something out that last year. Unfortunately, ESPN decided to go with AWA Whiffle, which was a cool cool um, game to watch. But, you know, you like to see the yellow bats in action, right, for Wiffle Ball?
0: Yeah, and I did watch the AWA event, and it was a pretty entertaining game. They had you know, a lot of good defense, some home runs, but obviously I'm more excited to be on
1: there. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, I guess they didn't follow through with it this year. And then, so, you know, I reached out again this winter and said, you know, I was actually just trying to get the any type of streaming connection for our NWA tournament. And it happened that AWA wasn't returning. So we got this Ocho All Star game coming up and then use that as you know if we come down there participate in that can we you know get the get the live stream of our national championship up and
0: it worked out so the ESPN2 Ocho thing actually came before ESPN Plus
1: it was kind of a package um package thing I offered I was like if we come down for this can we get the ESPN Plus thing and they came back a week or two later and said you know we got approval for ESPN
0: Plus so we were like, all right, we'll do best. That's pretty cool. Yes, sir. And I'm glad that Skibby made it to the finals, which allowed me to end up being the announcer for ESPN Plus. That that all happened pretty fast.
1: That was yeah, we were <laughs> we had three candidates, Rudy, uh Skibby, Sam Skibby, and you. Um
0: Yeah, and I feel like I was third and that, and I was fine with that too.
1: Yeah, I mean, all three were good candidates. Wiffle knowledge, been around the game a lot. and I think you and Nick uh, Nick Callis worked well together. It was a good broadcast to watch.
0: Yeah, it was fun. And uh, I was even saying before the podcast, I had a couple beers. Didn't expect to be doing it, but I I was one of the (laughs) only people that went over to the Wild Things Park early and was trying to help with stuff. And uh, yeah, right place, right time. It was pretty sweet.
1: There you go. Pop up in the box and put a headset on. And there you're on ESPN.
0: (laughs) Yeah, now now I'm getting upgraded to cable. This is awesome.
1: Yeah, now you're on, uh, yeah, TV, actual television. I don't know if you've announced, but you are going to be the commentator alongside an ESPN play-by-play guy.
0: Yeah, I've only been announcer for wiffle ball games. I have done some of the games in Vegas too. So
1: definitely wiffle
0: ball broadcasting experience, which is almost better than real sports.
1: <laughs> no, it was good insight. Yeah, I'm excited. Um... Except we were, I talked to ESPN after the championship game, we were up, we had pretty solid numbers, Uh, they didn't give me much specifics, but comparative to the other events that day on ESPN Plus, we were up up around the top, Um, so we're going to have a conversation, try and continue this going in the future.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it seems like an interesting thing to watch, and I know I had some friends watching all the Sort of wiffle ball guys were probably watching it. Yeah, I wonder what the actual like ratings were. I bet it's, but that'd be cool to see. We'll be able to see that for, uh, cable, right?
1: Yeah, should be able to. Last, uh, AWA was in the morning, I believe, last time. We'll be at four o'clock this, this coming, this year's version of the Ocho. So four o'clock should
0: give us a, a decent crowd. Yeah. So like, did another obscure sport drop out? Like, was there no, spike ball or something which allowed us to switch to that spot
1: yeah we were supposed to be at 8 a.m well we were supposed to be at four they switched us to eight and then i guess someone else someone dropped off and we're back up at four we'll be right after so there's an event that there's multiple events going on at that park it's called manchester meadows in rock hill south carolina um so they all have like kickball some other things going on so, there'll be an event. I don't know if it's kickball or a different sport. And then there'll be a studio show at uh, three. And then it'll lead right into our All Star game at four.
0: That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And so, the All Star game, who are, what is our list of All Stars officially?
1: Officially, we have three from the reigning champions Kalamazoo, Whiffle, um, Thompson, Hogan, and Kyle Owen. So they have three reps there. Representing the runner-ups, Skibby Wiffle Bowl League will be the Skibby Brothers. Nice to have them a part of it. I mean, if you're having an NWA All-Star game, you should probably have the Skibby Brothers and getting them uh, on our first, you know, live streams, national live streams and television broadcasts. They've done a lot for this tournament at, at the beginning. Uh, Circle City will rep Dudas and Smithy, some good pitching and hitting there, fielding. Um, Flackney will be coming for HRL, throw a couple innings. Uh, from Ma, Jordan Robles, and he'll be bringing Toast with him. Um, and then Will will be me and Nate Morris, 2018 um,
0: savior for the the Will Championship squad. All right, so we got 12 guys. They'll be six on six. How are the teams going to be decided? I think you should take one guy from KWL and one guy from Skibby and have them draft the teams.
1: We haven't officially decided the teams, um, yet. So yeah, it'll be six on six. Uh, we'll try We're going to rotate pitchers. The guys aren't going to throw a whole game, you know, cause you only get one chance to be on ESPN potentially. Um, but, yeah, we're open to suggestions from the group of, of all-stars. I like the draft idea. Add a little excitement, maybe a social Especially media. Especially if you do it
0: live. Have it be, like, the first two minutes of the whole thing.
1: Yeah. We were thinking maybe at an east versus west, but I don't think the numbers will line up for Midwest versus group code. <laughs> I think we'd have to split up Kalamazoo somehow. But um, if we went east-west... I like I think I'm leaning towards the draft idea, but we'll see. We'll have more news coming out about this
0: early early in the week. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Uh, I'm excited. I hope everyone listening tunes in to watch. Four PM ESPN two Friday, August fourth.
1: Yeah, it's not hard to find. ESPN two, channel whatever. You you probably know it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty much all I've got. Anything else you got for me?
1: Uh, what were your overall thoughts of the NWA tournament?
0: I thought it was awesome. I mean, I, I love the way the fields were set up. Where I know some people thought it was kind of annoying when home runs were being hit onto their field. But it was really cool how in the middle of the game you could kind of watch all three other games happening at that uh, football stadium. It was I, I really liked the field setup
1: yeah i was going back and forth between setting them up in all the four corners like
0: there would be only one like wall that yeah, and home yeah. plates are all kind of in the same area
1: but uh i think i like it. i like the paths and the, the like the pathways through the outfield fences as well like in between games you could sit and watch from center field and i know ethan our video I mean, shout out to weiner he was um Doing a lot of stuff he he helped us well, out That was probably lot. the
0: perfect place for him he could see the picture yeah, the I
1: remember there was games going on in bracket play. He would just have his camera in the middle of the fifty yard line where the logo is been like a top. yep yeah, he hears a yell, turns his camera, and then, yeah. <laughs> oh that was funny. He did a great job. Shout out to him and all of our will staff um rudy n w a staff as well helping out doing the brackets and all that um yeah, everything went good worker wise. Appreciate everyone. I think the umps turned out pretty good, so
0: Yeah, there was definitely at least one good umpire at every field from what I can see. <laughs> at least one. There we go. That's all we can ask for, right? Yeah, and they're they're usually not afraid to overrule the other umpire, so mostly it wasn't really that at all.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think it went good. Yeah. Looking forward to helping plan next year at uh, in Minnesota and then getting them, everyone back for 25. I like the uh, one year in, one year out. I like traveling a little bit, hosting a little bit. You know, you can't do everything the same all the time.
0: Keeps things fresh and then also kind of gives everybody two years to plan the tournament instead of one.
1: Which I do like, yeah. Like I, now, now I'm already thinking things for 25, you know, which which will be good. Yeah.
0: I do have two suggestions though. I know it, the ter- putting the whole tournament together was a lot of work and I didn't really even help that much, but <laughs> pitching rubbers and foul poles. Those are the pitching, two things I like to yeah. see every Pitching, yeah, because that tape got torn
1: up. So, at least we're yeah, we'll figure something out. Like the how it was that the championship worked out good.
0: With the yeah, it was good. Yeah, another thing. Uh, kind of going back to the way the fields were set up. I think people kind of subconsciously like aren't all pitching at the same time, so you can kind of watch all the games. Like anytime I'm at a wiffle turn tournament with a bunch of fields, kind of feels like we're almost taking turns pitching, even though no one's actually thinking about that while they're playing.
1: It's just how it works. Yeah, subconsciously.
0: Yeah, it's fun to watch multiple games at the same time like that because it's really not that hard. I mean, the ball's not put in play that much, so it's just kind of right.
1: Yeah, and I thought it worked out like the stand having the football field stand. You could just sit up there and you see all four fields right. Away. Yeah, that's yeah, a good view. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Thanks everybody for listening, and like I said at the beginning, actually send us a message if you want to do one of the dates. We got got some open days.
1: All right. Appreciate you having me on, everyone tune in to the NWA All-Star Game ESPN two ESPN eight Friday at four. Yes. <laughs> For the day.
0: Yeah, I even just saw the AWA one, I think right now is being rerun on ESPN U.
1: Yeah, I've seen it re aired a lot on like ESPN News, ESPN, yeah, those um those uh, channels. Or maybe the news.
0: I just saw like it was one of the ESPN channels.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because I've seen it rerun a handful of times. So hopefully That'll we be cool.
0: become a core member of their rain delay programming. <laughs> yeah, Sunday night baseball rain delay put on some all star game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what is it going to be? Thirty, forty-five minute game. That's about the length of a rain delay, right? Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we're on an hour time block um, with the TV, so it'll be an hour hour long game. But you know, with inning breaks and stuff of action it's probably yeah 35 45 minutes
0: yeah is there any real plan for like trying to make sure the pace is right for that or how's that gonna work
1: um they've uh, we've been talking to the
0: producing
1: the producers a little bit about they're gonna have a headset down to some people in the field just to keep things moving and
0: action going on yeah
1: Yeah. You gotta what happens, if, what
0: happens if there's so many scouts that it ends even faster than that? We're gonna just have an extended post oh, coverage.
1: Or we just play an extra
0: inning. I don't know. We'll see. We can we can adapt. Yeah. It's an all yeah, don't, just don't tell the fans how how many innings the game is.
1: Yeah, the NA, the game will be over <laughs> when the game's over. We'll tell you when it's over.
0: <laughs> Alright, all right. peace.
1: Alright, Tom, thank you. Thank you. See ya.